Welcome to the Strong Life Coach Podcast, where we speak life, coach life, write life, and lead life. Today, I'm joined in the podcast studio by special guests all the way from Israel. That's, that's, that is around the world, across the Atlantic Ocean. Um, you know, uh, we, we met, I think we've known each other for all of nine days as of as now. Donna, is, is that right? Since last Thursday? Yep. Nine right. days. I have it on my calendar, marked. All right. So... I'm here with Donna Rassier. Did I say that right? Rassier? Rassier. Perfect. Okay. Hey, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. All right. So if you're joining us, I want you to know a little bit about Donna and her background. So I'm going to go over her, her, her biography. So hang with us and listen in to hear a little bit about what makes her amazing. Um, Donna Rassier is an Israeli homeland expert and business owner. Born and raised in Israel, Donna served her country for two years at the Israeli Navy. And after a long trip of almost a year in South America, she finished her BA and MA with honors in the field of global terrorism and homeland security at the Interdisciplinary Center. And also volunteered for the International Institute for Counterterrorism. While doing so, Donna in 2010 opened her first and current international business, Donna Translators, which specializes in five main services, professional translation featured in 30 different languages, transcription, which for businesses, courts, live events and webinars, text editing for with regard to rewriting, text proofreading, grammar check, spelling and phrasing, and subtitles assimilation in clips and movies. Donna Translators is operating for 10 years now in many different countries while hiring translators from across the world, which are holding some special advantages such as translating to their mother tongues, holding academic degrees in their field, as well as others. The company gives unique services that uphold the values of the company, which include credibility, integrity, perseverance, generosity, service, honesty, investment, professionalism, friendship, and ambition. Donna is also donating 10% from all the company's income to selected charities while sharing the vision of the the company, cross-cultural, accurate, and professional message delivery for the benefit of international success and good first impressions while providing personal and professional services stemming from simply loving what we do. In her spare time, Donna enjoys reading self-development books. I gotta say, represent, I love those. Um, Playing the guitar, she has the musical gift, and and being a part of the Israeli academia world. So far, she is not married, but she's looking for the right guy. All right, Donna, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me today, I love it. Right. So in, in, in the brief interactions we've had so far, I know you are full of energy. You're a natural communicator and uh, and we, we just had a good time so far. So I'm, I'm glad to feature you on the Strong Life Coach podcast. We'll jump into the questions. And the first one I have for you is what inspired you to work in the translation field? Wow, that's a great question. I have to tell you nothing inspired me up front like it was not something that i planned or studied for it actually started by how do you say it, an incident like it was never planned on 2007 and 7 i started my ba at the idc and i speak english and hebrew like almost at the same level i guess and when i studied i studied in english and at the same time when the professor talked in english i wrote all of the things that he said in my computer in hebrew 
And one of the student and class members came to me and told me like, this is awesome, you should do it like to get paid while you're a student. So I loved the idea and then I just started and I had the privilege to work with international coaches. Uh, you probably know them like Bob Proctor from The Secret, Johnny Wimbry, uh, of course, Tony Robbins, which was a pleasure. I worked with uh, Nick Halleck, like a bunch of uh, other trainers. And what, what happened is when I, I was translating their materials live in events, but sometimes they wanted that transcription to be translated to other languages and to put subtitles in them in their movies. So I was in charge of it and I worked with uh, companies in Israel and across the world and I sent the materials to be translated to different languages. And what I found out is that I was sitting for hours and correcting a lot of the mistakes that those, those companies did. Mm. And I had a lot of hardship doing that because I speak a few languages here. I speak Hebrew, English, Spanish and a bit of Arabic. And you know, it was so frustrating for me. And then I understood that this field is so not regulated. Like everyone can just stand up and say that he's a translator. Mm. And this is what a lot of companies unfortunately do. And then uh, I just did that in my spare time. And one time Bob Proctor from The Secret came to Israel. I was his trainer for three days. And on the stage, and I have that clip, it's actually in my website, thehandtranslators.com. When he on the stage offered me and gave me the idea of opening it as a business. Like he said, mm. you should do that. You should call it Dana Translators. And he just gave me the idea. I love the idea, but it was a bit hard for me to do it because of the challenges. And it's a long story short, but um, after a year, I went to another international uh, trainer to translate for him in his event. And he told me, I wanted to come with my team, like I had, I had a translator in Russian, in German. And he told me, no, he said, you're an Israeli, so you have to translate only to Hebrew. And he was actually, he was the first one that actually gave me that idea that translators need to translate only to their mother tongue mm. and not translate to different languages. Because I'll, I'll tell about myself, if I live in Israel and I think in Hebrew, when I speak Spanish, I translate my Hebrew to Spanish. Uh, and it doesn't sound like people from Argentina or Spain that are speaking that language. So mm. when I understood how he worked, I loved it and I understood how it's supposed to be. And to be honest with you, I was very sure that I'm gonna sell the business after two years. I said, <laughs> okay, it's an adventure, adventure, let's do it. And in a couple of years, I'll sell it with this like idea. But so far I found out that I love it and I'm doing it for 10 years now and I don't see myself quitting. So hey. this is how we arrived to this situation. I love it, I love it. You know, it's it's fascinating because I, I think I, you put the clip on your Facebook, correct? Like that clip from, from, uh, from Bob Proctor? Yeah, he's an amazing individual. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. it's one of my highlights yes. meeting him. Yeah, so so you put that clip up, and and so for me again, I'm 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 fairly ignorant when it comes to translation and how that whole thing works. So so what you were doing for him is he was speaking in English, and you were you were you were translating it and putting it on the screen so that the he the, the 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 audience who spoke Hebrew could read what he was saying. Is that right? And, yep. and he even commented, you were doing it so fast and effectively that he said, and that's when he was like, hey, you got to do this. You got to start, you know, uh, DonnaTranslators.com, right? He actually was the one that said the name on stage. And the thing is, if you think about it, Dana Translators, that sounds so good. You, you might you might prefer saying like Dana's translators, like the translators of Dana or like, you have better things to do. But once he said that, uh, that uh, name, I was like, in. I said, this is the name. We're going to go with that name. <laughs> and, you know, I still have the privilege, like once, twice a year, I'm speaking to him just to ask how he's doing. He's like over 80 now. Mm -hmm. 
uh, 85 and like it's amazing he gave me the idea and yes. because we're here today so I'm, I'll always be grateful for Yes, it, it's such a rare jewel, like it's rare precious moment that you can pinpoint the genesis of your business to this very precise moment in time. Not only can you pinpoint it, but it's actually recorded and you have it to Amazing. share on social media. You have it to share on your website. You have it to just let people know, hey, this is the exact moment in time where the idea was birthed, you know? Believe me, it's so a shame that no one made a video of me at that second because you should have seen me. <laughs> I was like sitting under the stage and I'm like typing as he's speaking and my eyes are towards him and I'm like, hmm, you know, the, that moment that the light bulb is like turned on yeah. and I'm like, oh, that's an idea. Like I never thought about making it a business because it always, it was about me. I did all the translators, I did translations, I did everything on my own and thinking of but making it a business with a business plan and like opening it officially, he was the first one who gave me that idea and walked me the first steps. So yes. we worked together for years after that in many, many um, webinars that he did online. We did the, the live translations to him. Dang. And he's so, I mean, so even being in, in that in that atmosphere, I mean, you're you're providing this service, but then you're also getting all the great content that he's speaking on, 100%. right? You're getting it all impressed on you. You're like, oh man, I'm growing here, growing there. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting, this is like the best of both worlds. You're providing a service, doing a job, not now it's your business, but then you're also getting all the, the motivational, inspirational, self-help content also impressed on you, which is amazing. 100%, like I'm being honest, like I have materials of million of dollars into those events. Yes, yes. But you know, you, you learn from any event because even I'm working with the Israeli uh, health ministry or even some of the ministries in the United States and you always learn. This is why I love what I do because I get the chance to meet people from across the world. Listen, how I met you and then you're my friend. You don't know you don't know it even yet, maybe. Right, right, right. But uh, like you meet people from across the world and you get to be in conventions and learn things from across the world and it's amazing. It's mm -hmm. totally amazing. Okay. So again, my English mind is trying to wrap around this concept of translation, right? So, right. So my entire life, right, 34 years of life, I've known a keyboard is in English, right? So then <laughs> we, do you, is there a Hebrew keyboard? Like, or t tell me what that, what, it's hard for my mind to even fathom a keyboard in other, um, in other, uh, uh, what do you call it? In, in, in other letters of other languages. Um, tell me about yeah. like the, the key. I mean, you might not be able to, but how does it work? How, how do you type in Hebrew? So I'll tell you what you can do with a Hebrew keyboard, but I'll tell you what, what's happening with me. Sure. Uh, yes, you have an alphabet in Hebrew, which is totally different from the English. Right. I don't know how many how many letters you have in English. 26. But yeah. it's, <laughs> so we have a bit less, but basically yeah, you have a keyboard in, in hebrew but you have a lot of keyboards that has all, all the english alphabet and also the hebrew just put a letter next to a letter but basically i can tell you that simultaneous translators like i do but also other people don't even look at the keyboard like my keyboard is totally in english because all of my computers i bought them in the united states uh, but i don't even look at the keyboard you have to write so fast just think about it like English, you say pretty girl, for example. Now in Hebrew, it's exactly the opposite. We say girl pretty, like yeah, we sure. have to. So I have to listen to your last words in your sentence in order to translate it in my mind 
and at the same time start typing it while hearing your second sentence as well. Yes. So you don't even have time to look at the keyboard. Like this is the last thing. If you want to laugh, just look at me in one of those events because I'm closing my eyes. I don't even look at nobody. Because wow. I don't even have time. I don't want even to look at someone walking back and forth or doing something that will take my attention. So most of the time I'm like closing my eyes and just typing it. Yes, so the yes, keyboard yes. is not even, it doesn't actually have any effect. Yes, okay, got it. And then you have this, this so you have the, the gift and the skill personally, but then you're also, according to your biography and how you and I have talked, is you're empowering other translators as well. So you're not by no means doing all the translating, you're having a, a, a you have a team of translators that you're also empowering for them to be involved with, with using their native language to be able to do the translation at an expert level. This is exactly what we said in the beginning. Like I am a firm believer that when you translate, the translator has to speak the, the, langu the language that he's translating to as his mother tongue. This is why today, as Tony Robbins does, we work with translators across the world. So I have in Russia, France, Italy, Spain, Argentina, because the Spanish of Argentina and Spain are different. The English of England and the United States are different. So we have translators across the world today, which everybody, all of them are certified. Like I have no one that is a student that speaks two languages and wants to earn an extra buck or people that are elderly and bored. Like not like with due respect to everyone, but for me, it's super important that the translators will be professional in what they do because it's so hard. It's, it's really a hard job to transfer a message in different, between languages and cultures. Because every culture and every language has a different way to pronounce and say that that message, and you sure. have to understand sure. it very. You have to know it. So, for your question, I don't do any of the translation because mm -hmm. I I will do it in a live event because it's more of transcription. You know, when you speak, and I have to say exactly what you said. So, if you did a mistake, I don't care. I write it. Every word that you are saying is going to be on the screen at the same. I'm not editing your text, and I'm not giving my personal. A punctuation marks to your text. Everything that you say is gonna be on the screen. Mm -hmm. But when I when I even when I even even have projects to translate to Hebrew, I give it to the professionals. Mm -hmm. I manage it. You will probably speak to me with all of your phases. I'm I'm the project manager in many projects, not all of them. But whoever will do the translation will be a professional translator. Mm, got it. Got it. Love it. Love it. All right. Tell me about the doubts you had with continuing with you with the with the business with the donna translators oh um you always i i think i always had and it's some kind of a doubt because i do see the pro, you know the world is progressing very fast and i do see a lot of automatic programs that are trying to do translations so far thank god all of them are not working much <laughs> you know every program that goes online i'm the first person to purchase it i spend so much money as an investment in those programs just to see if something can actually catch up with the phrasing with the meaning with the double the words with the double meanings that you have between languages so far nothing is good like honestly google translate is something that i uh, make fun of every day kind of if you go to my facebook every day i find mistakes there but at the end of the day, it will probably one day in 15 years from now be better. But still, I find that today, like, there is a doubt what will happen in this field in 15 years from now. But let's say sure. for the next 15 years, I'm sure that no program can do the human touch. 
and it's mm. so critical translations of books and translations of marketing materials websites even cv because i'm always i'm a firm believer that you don't have a second chance for a first good first impression Ooh, okay okay you submitted you, you what go ahead no 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 and that, I, I need to put that quote down somewhere. You don't have a second chance for a good first impression. All right, keep, keep, keep going, keep going. You know, if I read things in Hebrew that has like punctuation mistakes and grammar mistakes, like I cannot respect that person in the same way. Like give me a CV with, with a lot of mistakes in it, it has its effect. And with years, with the years, I see how people react to the things that we produce to our translations and to our products. And I understand how important it is. You know, mm. so I love what I do, and hopefully I'll do it to my last day. Hey, yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna jump on this topic. You mentioned this idea of um, the human touch triumphs over the automation at this phase in the game, and in from your perspective and you in your your expertise, it's gonna continue like that for the next 10 to 15 years, which which is fascinating because I, I think a lot of us in that human touch world are asking that question. Like in other words, we're all, we're all asking like, are the computers one day gonna work me out of a job? You know, like we kind of all ask that question and we see some of the movies and the computers are more advanced. They're better policemen, they're better, you know, better. But then, wow. but, but then you get a chance to um, look at um, this, this nuance of language like, and, and I, I think about all the the particular like details, like idioms, like an idiom in in English, you know, like it's raining cats and dogs. But then if you translate yeah. that in Spanish, they're like, they're like, what are you, what, you know, like, <laughs> what, what are you talking about, you know? But it's the you same- You have no idea how many times I'm seeing those mistakes. It's like crazy. I'm seeing it so many times. Yes. But 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 I, but it speaks to what you're saying about the human touch. The human touch could catch that. The human, the, the human touch who knows English and Spanish could go. No no no. Like we don't say whatever lloviendo, you know, uh, gatos y perros, right? Like we, that's not a phrase. Exactly. Um, and uh, so then, when it comes to the little bit I know about translation is is there's certain things that you don't translate word for word to capture the nuance of the of the of the idea versus just going word for word exactly it's just that it's it's not just knowing that cats raining cats and dogs it's not translating it but you also need to know how to translate it in the right phrasing for the crowd that you're aiming to yeah you know and i can tell you that let's compare hebrew to english in english in the english language you have 40 percent more words than we have in hebrew for example you know so you have to know exactly which word what does it mean uh, you know, from Bob Proctor, I've learned that reacting and um, say, how do you say? Uh, I forgot. I'm sorry, but no, he's, he talks about a lot of times how things are like brain and uh, never mind. We're not gonna go there. But you have 40% more words in English than you have in Hebrew, so you really need to understand which word, what is, what does it mean, and how to use it in the right way. And yes. I can tell you that my translators. Um, they go a lot and check words on Google and dictionaries. What well, dictionaries? Now it's more Google, but, but they really need to know how to transfer the message in the most accurate way. It's so different if you translate for the United States or for England. It's such a different language. 
-hmm. even though both of you speak English, but you have a different way to pronounce and pass the message. And in the end of the day, if you want to do your effect, if you want to touch the people that you're talking to, that you're aiming to, you have to speak their language. Yeah, that's it. You have to speak the way they speak, so they will be connected to you, and they will want to do business with you. Yes, I, 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 I'm always. I, I think there's a part of me that's fascinated with language. Um, as a speaker, communicator, writer, you know, and I put a bunch of social media content out and I think about words and I'm like, hmm, that's an interesting, I mean, it might be like, hang up the phone. Like there's no hanging being done. There's no up <laughs> being done. Like what we hang up the phone call, but there's no hanging, no up, but it means to end the phone call, you know? So again, it's like one of those, exactly. one of those. And, uh, and remember he talked about respond and react to react yes. when, when someone says something then how do you react to it and how do you respond for it in Hebrew it's the same word so mm -hmm. when you translate to English you need to understand the difference between those two and I'm telling you the work of the translators that they are professional they it's such a hard work yes. and I today I learned how to appreciate what they do it's, it's not easy it's the hardest work and they should get the credit for it like mm -hmm. I admire the people that I work with 100% and I'm trying to learn from them every day, every yes. day. Yes, yes. You know, I, I'm gonna have to talk to you when, when um, I was working on my book last night. Um, so I'm gonna have to talk to you when that book gets done about translation services. And- uh, This is what I'm here for, over hey. 30 languages, you can choose it. That's right, that's right. Um, well, good, good, good. Let me, let, me, let me jump into the next question here. So who inspired you to grow the most as a professional woman? Well, uh, I think it will be two people, two individuals. One we talked about, one we didn't talk about. You know what, even three. The third one will not be an individual, it will be just the people that I'm working with. You know, when I'm seeing the reaction of my clients, when they get uh, responses for their book, materials, websites, everything that we translated uh, for them, it makes me feel and understand the value of what we do. Like you can write a, a, a book in English, but you want to succeed in China or in Russia. And when we translate it well, and then you have like amazing sales and you, you succeed internationally, that's the thank you and the understanding of the value that I give. So for me, that really helped me to continue even in hard times when, when you needed a push. And that pushed me a lot of the time to continue because I saw the value of what I did. But if I'll think about two individuals, the first one will be the Bob Proctor that we mentioned that I will always speak highly of because he's the one that actually helped me to do it. He actually gave me the idea. He actually told me how to start it uh, 10 years ago. So that was amazing. And the second will be an individual that I don't think you know about. Uh, maybe you do, I, I doubt it, but his name is Shimon Peres. I don't know <laughs> if you know him. He was um, Israeli prime minister, minister of health, uh, Ministry of Security, he was the president of Israel. He did a lot of things for Israel in, when he was alive. He passed away in 2016. And he was one of the people that influenced me personally the most. I met him a few times and he is one of the most optimistic person that I've ever met. And when I actually talked to him and I met him a few times, the first time was in 2007. And he was the one that told me for the first time he said, listen, people will not believe in you. People will tell you that you're wrong. People will tell you that you will not succeed because whatever you do is not gonna work. And he was like, don't listen to them. Look at them, smile at them, but do what your heart tells you. Mm. And that advice like really, how do you say it? Resonated with me yes. for the years. 
he always said also that fantastic people only fantastic people do fantastic things like do your thing believe in your way even when people tell you that you're wrong and yes he's a political person so i'm not talking political views like it's not a political thing you know it's like his personality made a great impact on me and i think that if you will read i, I actually established a website for him it's called myshimonperes.com after he passed away because i admire that individual and i don't know if you will read about him i, I believe you will find him to be he was a personal coach a development coach even without being one it's just yes. hearing him speak in a lot of impact on me love it i love it what 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 so when whenever i hear somebody talk about somebody like that i i i always want to grab my, my my the listeners to this podcast i want to grab them by the shirt or grab them uh, and say listen to what donna just said because yeah. what you just explained was somebody who was optimistic in your life they he helped you to calm down what i call the noise like the the the, the noise of people doubting you criticizing you you know um telling you that you know what you cannot do what you should you know what you shouldn't do um and then but he, but he also I, I love the concept of you know following your heart you know i always think about like this he 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 made the outside noise smaller but he made exactly. the inside voice larger you know so so he was just exactly. helping you to think about no you're you have this you know this calling or are this seed of a dream in your heart and you, your responsibility is to to nourish and, and give the that seed the nutrients um now if somebody else wants to come up with their scissors to try to cut it out or a shovel to dig it up no 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 like not allowing that to to affect you but i love that so again i want to talk to my listeners real quick if you're listening to this podcast b tell me his name one more time Shimon Paris P E R E S Shimon Paris be a Shimon Paris with the people around you help them to Hallelujah <laughs> help them to to nourish the seed of their dream on the inside help them to to shut down the noise on the outside because there's so much criticism there's so much doubts but to help them to really follow through with a dream that's on their heart that actually serves to help people. I I I love hearing about one person who motivated you on the journey. Can I even add a, a thing? Do it. Do it. Um in the Judaism, um there is a nice thing that they say. They say that people that a person dies twice, not one time. The first death that he has is when his body goes uh to the ground. The second death that he has is when people stop talking about him and forget about him. It's like mental death. And you know, even though he passed away uh, physically and is not with us anymore, unfortunately, I can tell you that every day I'm hearing people that were uh they got inspired from him and he helped them in the mental in the mental way to succeed and to move forward with their dreams and you just eat you told your listeners to help people and I really want to give my encouragement for that because people need it. People yes. we are people with fears and so many challenges and financial challenges and How um Anthony Robbins always say don't let life interrupt you in in your life like we always have like tasks and things we have to do and kids and home and and it's so important to know your dream and to know your goals and to do it and and despite all the challenges you know and we always have it we always have excuses so it's excuses or results you have to choose between the two Ooh. you will never have both 
Excuses or results. Preach it. That's it. Give it. Give it to him. Give it. Give it to him, Donna. <laughs> let, let him know. Let him know. Excuses. No, this results. is your podcast. I'm just giving you from my experience. <laughs> hey, so I, hey I, I, I believe in surrounding myself with people who are bigger, brighter, um, sm faster, smarter than me. So you know, you, you, you you're, you're included in that. You're included in that. So <laughs> this is why I chose you. So don't don't just, don't say that. <laughs> so um. Uh, let me underline the concept you just brought up though, because that is such a deep concept. You die twice in life, once when you have the physical death and twice when people stop talking about you. And when you said that, I thought about legacy, you know, what exactly. the, the impressions and the impact I make that outlives my, my, my days on this earth and the impact that I make. So if, you, if, you're getting, if you're listening and take this moment, think about when you're gone, you know, it's a sober, it's a sober and, and, and maybe even a little bit morbid thought, but when you're gone, when you've died, what do you want people to say about you? What do you want people to describe you with? What, what, what do you want them to remember about you? And then go live that life. Go live the life you want people to remember. Because if, uh, if you get caught up in, Again, I, I, I will be a forever um, criticizer of, uh, of watching too much TV, of watching too much Netflix, of, of playing too many games, if you're not getting paid for it. Now, the reason I say that is because so much of our time is wasted in doing tasks that will never be remembered. Nobody's gonna go, oh man, Derek was so awesome. He watched, you know, 5,000 hours of Netflix a year. Like, no, that's not, that's not a legacy. That's not what it is. Anyway, so I, I know uh, I, I, uh, I get passionate about it, but thank you for that pearl of wisdom you just gave us. Thank you. I just quoted him, so, but yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, okay. Um, what's a unique challenge that you've had to overcome in your journey? Wow, that's a good question. And it like really goes well after our this conversation like that we just did. Basically it was to overcome the fear of being global, 100%. As you know, um, Israel is a very small country, so it's easy, everybody knows each other. It's easy to open a business and to succeed, but I knew that I want to go international. I knew it, I knew that I love the United States. I'm there for at least once a year. I cannot wait to go back. And I knew that I wanted to also operate and work in the United States and also in Europe. But you know, you don't know anyone and you're dependent and you don't know if you're gonna succeed and it's investing a lot of money and translate your website and talking in English and, and meeting new people and working online and even doing the travels. A lot of scary parts in being global. But um, <laughs> if we talk about Jimon Paris, he told me a sentence. He, when I talked to him in 2007, that was our first meeting, and I, I talked to him about even starting to study, and I was not sure if 2007 was the right time. And he told me a sentence that is known, I don't think that he invented it, but he said, Nana, it will never be the right time. You will never feel that it's the right time when it's gonna be the right time. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I explained it right, but it's never, you never have a situation that you're not afraid. Yes. I doubt it. You always have fears. You you can always fail. It can always be, and it's we don't want to fail. We don't want to know that we were wrong. 
So in his advice, it was, there is the sentence also, done is better than perfect. You know, just do it, do it, just do it. Make the commercial, just do it. And this is why I started to study at the end of the day. And so here, so I really want to be global and I, I couldn't find excuses for not doing it. Mm -hmm. So I said, fine, done is better than perfect. It's never the right time, let's do it. And you know, today we're working for several years now with the United States. We have a branch in the United States. I have an American phone number that I'm working with 24-7. Same goes with Europe. So we are global and you know, it's not that scary when after you do the first step. You mm. just have to do the first step. But that would definitely be a unique challenge because I did not know a lot of people that knew how to do it. Yes. And I was very scared. Yes. But I took the plane and I went to the States, to Miami, my first travel. And this is how we started. And now yes. we're working a lot in the United States. Oh man, I, I, I'm, 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 <clears throat> I'm getting the, the good vibes on this one. Uh, I'm, gonna get my, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna emphasize those two quotes you just gave us. Um, it never feels like the right time. And done is better perfect Let, let's let's just sit on those yes. for let's just sit on those <laughs> for a minute because okay never feels like the right time and, and, and the reason this is such a precious concept to me is because um naturally I, i'm passionate about what i do like anybody who knows me knows the, like uh i understand the criticism of being crazy because I, in my opinion passion and crazy could, could get a little bit mixed up sometimes so but um, I'm passionate about it and then people notice it and I I've had a couple of people contact me actually I've had a, a number of people contact me about hey how do I do what, you what you're doing you know like they, they want to know about it and then we begin talking about the logistics right like when when is the right time to start doing what you're doing and the coaching and the speaking and then the, the podcasting and, and people want to do it too and I just want us to take a moment to speak to them about, hey, it's never gonna feel like the right time. It's gonna and it's gonna be scary all along the way. And and if you do it long enough, you know I think I, there's a, you know, you, 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 if you get comfortable being uncomfortable, and you go, hey, this is my new norm. Exactly. You know, and I'm I'm good with that. And then your your, your second one is uh, better done than perfect you know and people talk about the paralysis of analysis you get caught up in this isn't perfect this isn't as good as i want it to be like you know people get like that with social media like hey I, should i post this should i not post this but but just i i encourage people is my, my three words for this year are explore exper experiment and experience because just like what you just said, it's, it's better done than perfect. Better to try it out, see what happens. You know, give, 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 it, give it a try, give it an attempt. The only failure is, is not trying. Anyway, so again, you're giving, you're, giving, you're giving me all of this. Hey, I just wanna you know, go give a lesson somewhere. Um, you know, Michael Jordan said it. He said 100% of the shots that I never made didn't succeed, you know those? Right, right, you know right, yes, 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 yes. Um, thank you. So uh, I, I, I'm getting the good vibes from you in that. So that's that unique challenge going global. Um, and and, and here, let me also share something about you is because in our first conversation, your big thing was, hey, like, like, you know, are you ready to be an international coach, <laughs> you know, and I'm going. <clears throat> yeah, that was the first question I asked you. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so, so um, 
And then so you were you were telling me about being a, being a client of mine. You were like, hey, once you have one client, you're international. You know, so you were. What 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 I loved about it though is this, is you traveled that road already. You've become international, and then you're helping somebody else travel that road too, and become international. So Donna's Donna's global. Then Donna's trying to help Derek be global too. So um, I, I, it's, it's I, not. It just sounds scary, you know. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I, I say thank you, thank you for helping me to become an international coach. Um, I appreciate that. <laughs> My pleasure. And you will see. I will be one out of many people that you're gonna have globally. Hey. I'll help appreciate. you translate everything that you need, and we're gonna put you on the map. That's Let's it. Go. That's my goal. Let's get them. Let's get them. All right. Let's talk about the, the the current climate that we're in. So, how do you how do you handle or how are you handling the changes with with COVID nineteen? You know, coronavirus and uh, and the impact on your business. Like, how are you handling all that? Oh wow. Um, of course, there is an effect. Um, as we talked about, we have services that are live that I need to meet people face to face, like live simultaneous translation or transcription or anything that is live meetings and stuff. Of course, got canceled. Uh, but we did move a lot to the online, to the webinars. So even though I can tell you, I'm working as I think I mentioned in, with the Ministry of Health in, of Israel. So we had an event that we were supposed to do, and then we just moved it online. Uh, it's not the best thing, it's not the most accurate thing, but it, it is possible. But of course, a lot of events were canceled, unfortunately, but I do believe they will come back and we will do that uh, along the way. I do have to say that thank God all the services that are not frontal are still going as normal, like translation, transcription, subtitles in movies, because a lot of people now at home are doing a lot of videos, a lot of self-content, so we help them to translate it, to be global, or to the subtitles so they can influence the crowd across the world. Um, again, not in the same pace and sizes as we had before, because unfortunately this situation created a lot of people sitting at home and now working. But we understand that, and I can tell you that my company and I personally always are trying to help people now. We actually, again, if you are on our Facebook uh, group and page, we offer to translate people for free, almost their CVs, to, the, to help them to find jobs right now. And we are really wanting to help. We're trying to help people to get back to normal. But for your question, yes, we had our setbacks, but for everyone, I hope it's just temporary and we're going to go back to work as fast as we can yes 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 good 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 now even you talk about this idea of, of the the webinars and the translation services so uh, you, you you all are are able to um to do something similar that you were talking about the, the live events in the webinar space to help people that don't speak the language of the presenter to be able to uh connect with people internationally is that right Yep, we do that live uh, simultaneous translation and then you can see like it's like a subtitles. You see it when the speaker speaks, you see it on the spot in your language. So you have webinars that you can do in the same time different languages and people just connect with the languages that they want to see. And then you can, you know, you can hear any podcast, any lecture, anything that you want and you get it in your language. So that is mm. a great service. I think for companies that want to be global and want to affect different people, you gotta know who your crowd is and just to give that service because it yes. really, really helps people, really. Yes, got it, okay. Very good, very good. I, I, I like it. I think it can help 
um, a, a lot of people out there, as you mentioned, um, pretty much every speaker who was making their living from speaking, all of their events during this season canceled. And then meaning that all that pay, so then people are trying to figure out creatively what to do in this new world and thinking about in that webinar series, but it's cool to be able to see how your, your organization is able to provide a service to continue to help presenters to have an impact internationally with people that don't speak their language. Good, good. And, and even more than that, in people in your language, because there is something in the psychology of the human beings that we, we understand more when we read something than, than, we, than we hear it. it. I'm not talking about remembering, I'm talking about understanding. So when, because when you also talk in English and even have subtitles in English, to make people hear you and read it. Like they use their eyesight and also their hearing ability and they can understand you. The ability to understand what you're saying is much higher. Yes. So that's another yes. advantage of subtitles. And also I'm talking, a lot of people that are now sitting at home, they understand that they maybe want to have another income source and not only their job. This is, I think, one of the, con the conclusions from the situation. And a lot of people are uploading videos and podcasts and like visual videos, clips. And I'm always telling them that when when you scroll like your Facebook uh, feed, not everybody can listen to what you're saying because maybe they have kids that are that are sleeping or their surroundings. So when you have subtitles, people can read what you're talking about and connect to you. You, you have so much positive advantage for having subtitles in your videos, if it's in your language or in different languages. So that's a great thing to have. Got you. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Um, the, um, I think I, I, I've seen that. I see some of those, that, that data of how the, the value of subtitles. So even, uh, I love that you highlighted that because it's, um, it's a service that you can provide, even if it's not translated into another language, the subtitles, I know, I mean, I, I know I've even got prices with, okay, how much does, I think it's subtitle. I take a few, a few others to say, how much is this translation service? How much is that one? How many hours of translation do you get over here? How many minutes do you get over there? Um, and uh, good, it, it, it's, it's great to hear that, that that's also another uh, another service. It gets to be reminded of it because we, we certainly captured that in your, your, your biography there. Now, what would you say is a, is a challenge in your line of work? That would be easy sometimes to explain the value of a professional translator. I'll explain why. Um, today, you know, as we mentioned before, you have so many uh, automatic programs and softwares and you have Google Translate and you have freelance translators website that you can pay five bucks for 250 words and like get it translated, translated your materials. And I'm trying to explain people that a lot of those websites and companies and programs are like students. They want to get extra buck and they speak two languages, so they want to do the translation. And you know, there is a sentence, we are strong in sentences in this podcast, that says, you get what you pay for. You know, you pay five bucks, you're going to get translation in five bucks. Like, that's it. And I, I'm, a lot of the time, I'm, I'm, I'm finding myself explaining the difference between working with a student that speaks two languages and you'll never know he's a student, but if he, if he charged five bucks for five uh, for a page, then there is a reason to it. And working with an, an official translator. 
it means, of course, in my business that they also translate to their mother tongue, but also they're, they're certificated, they're experienced, they're being checked. By the way, every translation that we give before we send it out to the client, another translator, a second translator is going through that, that translation to make sure that everything is exact. Uh, proofreading, we do proofreading for every text. Also, we give all, every client like two rounds of checks, which means let's say you've got your translation and you have questions, you want to know why why should we write this and not this or to add or to take something out of your text? So we're working with you the whole way and including at the end of the way that you have a last version if it's your website or your book. A lot of the times when we work with like designers, uh, graphic designers, sometimes when you do copy paste from like Word or PDF to a program, a different software, mm -hmm. uh, letters might jump from one place to another yes. and punctuation. And our translators are also obligated to go through your final version to make sure that everything is exact. And so, you know, they're also signing a contract for a level of translation that they have to supply and secrecy, by the way, if you have like the, the materials only will be with us and will never go to a third party. Yes. Working with a professional company that gives you the responsibility, that gives you the, the liability, that gives you this, this whole package for your uh, for your needs, it's something that you will never get when you go to a five buck translator. Mm. But the thing is that if you translate from English to Spanish, you might find uh, you might find out because a lot of people today speak English and Spanish. But if you're gonna translate to a language, you have no idea how to write any. Like I don't know if you're an American, German, Chinese, Japanese, how can you check if the translation is, mm. is in a high level? When you translate with us or with any company, you give me your world, you give me your baby, I'm always saying, you know, you trust me 100%. And that's the difference when you just go to anyone and when you go to a professional company. Yes. As we said, no second chance for with first impression and like I'm just, I'm valuing so much uh, the trust that people give me when they give me their book that they gave their heart, uh, they gave their heart in, in order to write it and they give me their materials and it's, it's, it's an obligation to give them the best service, to give them the best outcome, to give them the best translation. Yeah. But sometimes uh, people get confused for seeing like, like a lower price. And, mm. and you know, that's a message that I'm telling everybody, like you get what you pay for, don't forget it. A lot of the translators that are freelance, they ghost you after that, you know, they have no liability, they don't. Sometimes you cannot even reach them later and you pay thousands of dollars. Just do it right and do it one time. That's it. That's what I think. Hey, I, I'm, I'm pumped up. I feel like I'm better prepared to, to let people know about what you do than ever with hearing your, your passion, the, uh, the expertise, the credentials you have behind uh, what you do. I think uh, it sounds like you have a thorough understanding of what you do and, and, and a lot of passion behind it. Um, yeah. Good, good, good. All right, so tell me what advice you would give to someone who is starting out in your industry? Wow, uh, run away. That, that's always <laughs> the right answer, right? Like run and never look back. Uh, well, I can give you my four, uh, my four uh, values that I, that I will give. That will be my four advices. First of all, be a friend, always. Uh, be available for your clients. I can tell you that I'm always trying, like people that work with me, they know they can reach me in my American or my Israeli phone. And I'm always there for them. If they have a small question, you know, just being their friend, I really believe in that. Uh, the second thing will be probably 
give more value than what you're giving than what you're getting. Mm-hmm. But just give value. You don't have to charge for anything, everything. Sometimes I get I get like text and I give them advices how I would improve it, how I would design it better, which languages they should translate to, uh, which not. Just helping, uh, giving more value. By the way, that's the value that also also made us start a 10% donation. All of our incomes, 10%, we always donate to special charities because I always believe in giving. Just give more than than you get. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, as so again, not charging for anything, being on, on the side of your client, which means like in every business, in any line of work, you can always, always overcharge people, always. Mm-hmm. The client get more than you're supposed to get. And I believe that what's yours is yours and what's not yours is not yours. I can tell you that many times client came to me and told me that they want a certain service and I was like, listen, don't do it because you're going to pay a lot more than you should. For example, mm-hmm. uh, trans- sometimes, because bringing a person, for example, to translate in a, in, in a live event, I'm not talking about something that you have like a lecture and you want to put it on screen, but let's say protocols of meetings. You know, sometimes, sometimes at one time a client called call me and told me he wants me to come to, to just do transcription on the computer for the for their meeting of like five hours. And you know, I told them like, you can pay for my time, but you're gonna pay like three times more than if you will just record that meeting and send me the recording and I will do the transcription at the same day you're gonna get it. But let me work on that. If you're gonna send me the the recording, it will cost you literally a third of the price. You don't need me to sit there unless like, it's not urgent for me to sit there. You're just giving the advices for their benefit and not always for your benefit. I believe it's a karma and a karma always comes back. Mm. So when you're there for your clients, they're going to stick with you for the long run. And the last thing I think will be, as we talked before, uh, when someone gives me us a company, uh, their materials to translate, their book, their website, their, their, their heart, like they give us 100% trust. And we have to value that trust, and that's for that. This is why my advice will be: always double check everything before you send it back to the client. Like you have a translation, send it to another person for proofreading and check it again. When you, before you send an invoice, check it again because this is a business of counting on your word, and it's super important that you always be as you should be. Yes. No, I don't know if I, I didn't. I don't know if I explained myself correctly in the right, in the best words, but like it's a very big obligation, a very big responsibility when people gives you their trust 100%, and you need mm. to know it and respect that and value it and do the best that you can. Now, mistakes. I'm always saying I'm I'm doing 10 mistakes before I open my eyes every day. Like <laughs> we always do mistakes, but you have to. If you do a mistake, own it, apologize and correct it and do everything in your power not to get to that even, to that point even. yes do the best that you can and you'll see the results every day yes okay so uh, will you be my life coach no maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'll do a second career then that'll be hard <laughs> no uh and i know i um you you offered some great valuable insight in the kind of um, program service product to deliver um, I, I, I'm vibing with it. You said to deliver more value than you receive, to, to be, to outgive, you know, your clients, you look out for their best interest to demonstrate that, Hey, I'm, I'm in this to help you, to support you, to give you the best options for you. Even if 
it doesn't benefit my profit you know even if it doesn't benefit my bottom line now that the, the 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 fascinating thing about it is the more you do that the more you build out the loyalty that the more you build out your bottom line long term because people love it when they know you are in it for their best interest i had a situation with one of uh, one of my one of my clients who's an attorney and um she thought she was up for another payment you know in in, in our coaching sessions and and so she's like okay you know i'm, I'm good to pay you another you know um you know an, 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 another large payment for the services i provided and then you, you have those moments where like, okay, I can accept this payment or I can let her know, no, she's paid uh, in advance. So she's, uh, she's already good. So, you know, um, that was, I happened to, I did do the right thing. I told her about it and, and she said, I remember she, her response was, that is exactly why I trust you and choose you um, to be my coach. And I was like, oh, hey, like, you know, but just, it's not about, getting the extra check getting it sooner but letting her know hey look you, you already had paid in advance so you are good for these next few sessions and uh, she 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 really valued and appreciated that but it just speaks to what you're saying like it's not about how much money i can get from you but hey how can i how can i really look out for you can i help you and you yes. know in the coaching world they always say if you're going to help enough people you're going to get all of your wishes in this life you yes. just have to, don't concentrate on what you get out of the deal. Concentrate on giving, giving value. Give whatever you can give, of course, without losing. Be fair, charge whatever you have to charge. Never give us anything for free. But, you know, don't charge anything. Give more than you get, and you will see that you will get anything that you want in life. Right. This is, this is it. Yes, 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 yes. All right, my friend. So we are down to our last question today for the podcast. And then That's this it? I know, right? Uh, well, you might have to do like a uh, an encore. Of, you know, you'll have the invitation to come back whenever you want. So we'll. I'm uh, staying here. I'm not, I'm not disconnecting my computer. So <laughs> I'm staying. Keep, keep the camera rolling. <laughs> exactly. I'm not moving from here. All right. The last one is one of the most powerful influences over your journey is that of your father. What do you yeah. most admire about his his impact? on your life? Oh, wow. That, that's a question. Um, uh, you don't know my dad? No, you don't. Uh, <laughs> but my dad came from a house with great poverty in it. And it's a story that we always hear. But my dad is one of the most optimistic people that I know. Uh, he has a lot of joy in his life. He always concentrates on the good. He He's super smart and he always he always believed and told me to work hard like nothing come easy don't think that no one owes you anything in this life and you have to work for your reputation and for your name and that those are like super important um lessons for me because i never got anything for free i'm sure that a lot of people as well it's not only me but you know believing in hard work will be one of the great um insights that he gave me in my life and you know, he always believed in me. He always was my back, uh, had my back. And that was a great thing for me. So I admire him and I admire him. Like this, this special individual went through so much uh, hardship in his life. We're not gonna talk about it because he's not, he's not the issue here, but just concentrating on the good, believing that it's gonna, gonna be good. And it's also 
now uh, super suitable for the situation with the COVID-19. Sometimes there are waves in life. Sometimes you need to duck and let this wave pass on and just know that it's going to be okay. Work hard and everything is going to be fine. So, yeah, it's going to pass. It's going to pass. So, there is uh, another sentence in the Judaism that says uh, this. Okay, can I tell you a quick, quick uh, story? Do it. Do it. I love stories. Uh, it's not a personal story, but it's a, it's a story in the Judaism that they already say that there was, there was a king many, many years ago and he had a ring and he wanted to grave something on his ring and he was looking for a sentence, uh, a sentence that he said that he was looking for a sentence that when he feels bad will make him feel better and when he's on top and feel too much good that he will, that will take him back down to earth when he's like... Uh, so he was like, he spread in the whole kingdom, like who can give me that sentence? And there was, it's a long story, I'm gonna make it super short. And one of the people from the kingdom came to him and gave him the sentence. And then the sentence was, this too shall pass. You know, and that's such, such an important sentence because sometimes you are on the top and you're earning so much money and everybody wants to be you and be like you. Don't forget, this too shall pass. You're not gonna be there for too long. And also right now with the COVID-19, a lot of people unfortunately lost a lot of money or friends or whatever, and super sad, but this too shall pass. Just look at the future, concentrate on it, do what you have to do, and everything will be okay. Mm. I, I, I think the encouragement is appreciated, you know, to wherever people are. I think I, I love the balance that your, that story captures that this too shall pass, whether it's um, overly good or overly bad or wherever it is, you know. Remember where you came from right, and be positive. Right, 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 right. You know, th there are moments where um, I like will pause and I'll pull my hands out. I'll look at my hands and I'm going, I'm, I'm still here. You know, like whatever drama I faced over the last 34 years, I'm looking at myself and I'm like, hey, look, Whatever it is, I, I've made it through the drama. You know, I'm still here. Exactly. And then on the other side too, like any successes that I've had along the way, um, you know, so I look at my, hey, look, I'm I'm still here. You know, there's 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 still people to serve. There's still uh, people to, to lift up, to encourage, and uh, and not getting caught up with arrogance, ego. You know, in in over. Um, over in or, or, or even not even is over but inflating um my, the the view of self and then having that this a sober view of self is what i'm hearing from you in that um good so he he sounds like a a, a a mighty influence that he's had his his positive um his opt his his positive attitude his optimistic perspective and uh, it sounds like it's really washed over you over and over again yeah, it's like, you know, you can always go back, try things. I can tell you that, as you said before, mentioned before, I did this, I served, I did the service here two years in the Navy. And after that, you know, after you serve the Army, you really want to go travel as far as you can for as much time as you can. <laughs> but, you know, I was 20, I was super young and I was afraid. And everybody made me more afraid. I want to go, to, I wanted to go to South America. I'm talking to you about a year. I just want to go with a backpack for a year and not come back. And Everybody scared me. Everybody told me like, listen, you don't know how much money it's gonna cost you and you're gonna be alone. If, if something will happen to you, you will not have anyone else. 
And he was the only person that said, go. You always have a home here. You can always come back. If you're gonna need money, I'm gonna send it to you. Just go. And, and, and he made me go. And I was a year traveling with a backpack in Argentina, Chile, Peru, Bolivia, Brazil, all of those places. And you know, it's something that I always will, he's alive, yeah, look, look, until 120, but I'm saying this is something that I will always remember him for. That thing is like, try it. So what if you're gonna, if you're gonna fail? Nothing happened, you know, just do it, do yes. it, do it. And it's easy yeah. to say, it's hard, it's scary to do, but this is life, you know, none of us is gonna survive forever. All of us is gonna go back to our creator. Mm -hmm. So do whatever you can do whenever you're here. That's right, that's right. Good stuff. Um, good vibes. I'm getting good, good vibes from your dad. Thank you for sharing a little bit about him. Uh, always encouraging to hear about the tender people in your life and the, the positive impact that they've had on you. Well, if you're listening in, um, let me give you some encouragements. Number one, um, go find somebody to hire, hire, hire to, 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 to bring Donna's organization to, to them. Find somebody to connect her to somebody you know that she could add subtitles, she could do some translation services. Um, now I'm gonna just give you that encouragement to go find somebody to, to help her business to expand and to grow. Let me give you that encouragement. Um, let me also encourage you, let me spur you on, take this podcast and if there was value to share it with somebody you know. Like the podcast, if you're listening on, on your iPhone, give it the five star rating over on, um, on Apple Podcasts comment on it um over on social media we'll be putting the videos around social media and uh, of course um we oh we, oh we always love people who subscribe and keep coming back to more great content content just like this this is the strong life coach podcast i am of course you all know who i am i'm Derek guajardo and this is and i'm with donna Rassier. did i get that right <laughs> you said it perfectly thank all right. you for trying all right. Uh, this is the Strong Life Coach Podcast. We speak life, coach life, write life, and lead life. Thank you, Donna, so much for joining me. We had a fantastic time. It was a privilege connecting with you right now. Thank you so much for having me. I love being here. I love being with you. And I would love to work with anyone that wants it. But, wants it. but in any way, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. It was an honor. And thank you again. All right, podcast listeners. Well, you all have a fantastic day. And we'll connect with you on the next podcast episode. Thank you very much.